Steve Thompson in for Danny Long. Andy Lindis is here on the Home Improvement Show. And that phone number, as always, 651-989-9226. If you want to call or text uh, the program and talk to Andy about your project or your concern around the house, maybe you're seeing something on that exterior on the roof, you don't like the looks of it, by all means, give us a call, 651-989-9226. And if you want, you can text the program and uh, Andy's got a view of that screen and so do I so that is a great way to get on the program Andy I hope you're doing well hope you had a good week I did everything's uh, going going wonderful over here how about you yeah good it looks like it's going to heat up a little bit uh, people are going to throw those air conditioners on for the first time i know uh it, it's been it's been kind of good as of late uh the the free air conditioning if you will but it's going to get downright hot in this neck of the woods uh later in the week so people are going to fire up that air for the first time i think yeah and with uh when we get these big swings in temperatures from going cold to as hot as it's going to get uh that usually brings the rains and uh that's what we've been focusing on all week well i can look right now and uh i have eight uh, crews out installing gutters before the rainstorm hits us today so hopefully we can get those wrapped up before the rain comes it looks like uh did i hear it got pushed back a little bit later tonight before it starts yeah, a little bit later today is the latest forecast. We'll see see rain here in the cities. Right now, the radar is showing a ton of rain out there on the South Dakota border, southwest Minnesota, eastern South Dakota, and that's gradually moving our way. So your crews hopefully will get their work done today before that rain moves in. And, you know, Andy brought up gutters, and I was out in my front yard deciding, okay, what am I going to need to mow here? And I have a feeling with this rain coming in, I'm going to need to mow big time uh, early next week but i got a maple tree an old maple tree and those helicopters are starting to form i hate those things i loved them when i was a kid when they would fall we'd throw them at each other and that sort of thing but but now i i hate those things and i got a bumper crop brewing and i know where those are going to end up those are going to end up in the gutters uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm looking up in my maple, and I have, and, and it's not just the, the, the seeds that come down with my silver maple. That thing drops more branches and more drunk, junk than any other three trees I own in my yard. So it is a, is a very dirty tree. It's an awesome shade tree. That tree on, uh, it's on the, it's on the west, southwest side of my house. So it really does provide a lot of shade where typically on, on, on a given summer, Steve, I, I only run my AC unit maybe two weeks of the year. Otherwise, we're a, we're a windows open family. We're pretty shady. Wow, that that is good stuff. But uh, if, if folks are having trouble uh, with, with with debris in the gutters and they have any trees, uh, oaks, maples, whatever, they, they all drop something and then, of course, leaves in the fall. Uh, leaf guard, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. it's just incredible people have been to the facebook page or been to the website and see how this stuff works and as you pointed out crews are busy they are very busy and and there's a lot of other add-on devices that go over the top of existing gutters um what i always tell people is usually those are temporary fixes and every year um we do like a month-long survey and it's pretty alarming that 
over 70% of the jobs that we are installing LeafGuard on have tried some type of filter, some type of insert, some type of screen, some type of hood that goes over the top of the gutters, and we're replacing that with LeafGuard, the the only one-piece seamless clog-free gutter. And we had an opportunity this week. Uh, one of my estimators was out of the house, and he was working with uh, an engineer, and these are my favorite. Why? I'll give you a couple of reasons here. Um, there, he's skeptical that it's going to handle that much water, and it's a very steep roof. And I'm and my my estimator's facetiming me from the house, and uh, that's one of those things that we we've had to do a lot more of with with social distancing. I'm not out as many job sites, but my facetime is uh, is on overtime, and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, you know, I can I can show you five six jobs where we did mansard roofs. Um, Steve, do you know what a mansard roof is? No, it's like it's like a how do I best describe it? It's it's the shape of like a barn roof. If you like the typical red barn, oh, sure. so it's yeah. you know it has the peak and then it comes like straight down. So very steep water when when it comes off, it comes off it really really fast. And we we've installed leaf guards successfully on those on those homes dozens of times. So we're able to give a few of those uh, references and uh, check them out. And I'm sure uh, I'm I'm really excited to actually earn this job because I know. Everyone else around him also knows that this customer is going to be skeptical, and if we can make him happy, we can make anybody happy. And those are my those are my funnest customers. Those are those those are the type of people that we love to work with because we know we're going to get referrals out of them because it's going to work, no matter how steep the roof is. And it's the only leaf protection product that can actually say that. Yeah, and Andy, a lot of new construction. They are very steep roofs. I kind of look around my neighborhood along the river here in northern Hennepin County, and some of the older homes are being torn down and new ones are being built, and they generally have very steep roofs. Yeah, they do, and uh, I really wish uh, architects and designers would consult their gutter people a little bit more because the way they design these roof lines with valleys and all this water pouring down in one area, it, it, it can create a lot of problem areas, and no matter the gutter system, sometimes you know if this valley goes up 50, 60 feet and you have two different roof lines draining into it, that's a lot of water, and when we get these gully washers, that, uh, that can be difficult to handle. We have a high-volume inside miter, but even then... Sometimes a deflector is needed, and uh, there's pros and cons with uh, with installations of, of that nature as well. Yeah, and, and what about new construction? Do you get brought in to do uh, believe guard on new construction? We do um, on, on a regular basis. You know, some of these new developments, uh, you know, they really don't have a lot of tree coverage. But when you look at the exterior of uh, of, of some of these new houses that go up. The entire exterior is basically maintenance-free, so it makes sense to install a leaf protection system on it that has, you know, just like everything else on the exterior of the house, it has a lifetime warranty that's good for them and the next person that owns the house. So eventually there's going to be trees, and there's some neighborhoods going in in wooded lots, too, that it just makes sense. And aesthetically speaking, it is the best-looking gutter on your home, bar none. Speaking of gutters, good one from the text line and a follow-up. Uh, typically, you, you'll have downspouts uh, that, that shoot out into the yard. Uh, but do you sometimes bury those into a drainage system, if you will? Is yeah, that we, typical? Or how do, 
Yeah, yeah, you know, um, all depending. We we do have the ability to go underneath sidewalks. We have pop up systems we can install. We can tie into existing drain tile. It uh, is a really nice way. If your landscaping doesn't allow the water to get away from the house, we're going to try to figure that out with a with an underground system. It it makes no sense to have all that water coming back to your house. So that's something that we take into consideration on almost every project. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. We're underway on the Home Improvement Show with Andy Lindis. If you have a project, if you're considering a project and, and you want Andy's thoughts on it, by all means, give us a call or send us a text. 651-989-9226. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with more. 919 on a Saturday morning, the Home Improvement Show brought to you by Lindus Construction. Andy Lindus is here. And our phone number, if you want to reach Andy, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. And by the way, Andy Lindus available on a podcast with Corey Heppela. Hey, let's build it. And you can find it at WCCORadio.com or at the radio.com app. And I know, Andy, you and Corey are having a good time doing those podcasts. We are. Uh, latest one dropped uh, last week, and it's all about DIY. We talk about DIY do's and don'ts, whether it's uh, DIY maintenance on your house that you should accomplish and the things you should hire out, and DIY projects and what to consider before starting them. And and are you turning Corey Happala into a, a do-it-yourself expert? I mean, I know it'll take time. But are you getting there with him? <laughs> I, I think so. As uh, uh, he, uh, he has some awesome questions, and uh, I don't know if he's getting there, but I know uh, I'm going to be giving him ideas to hire his dad on a more frequent basis, I have a feeling. Yeah, there, there you go. So, uh, hey, let's build it. Uh, Corey Happala and Andy Lindis, once again, it's available at our website, WCCORadio.com, or at the radio.com app. Uh, just uh, Google, hey, let's build it, and, and you'll find the podcast uh, with Corey and Andy. Certainly good stuff. Andy, I finally got the boat in the river, the old pontoon. It floats. That's the good news. Uh, the, the motor runs for another. We'll get another season out of the old pontoon. And one thing I've done... And our first trip out was last night. Beautiful night. And I was kind of looking at the neighbors' roofs. And I was, no, even some of these newer homes I talked about, we, we have some teardowns in the neighborhood, some newer stuff being built. On the north side, I, I'm seeing some black streaks. And, and yeah. I know it comes up a lot, but I, I, I'm seeing a lot of it here along the river, especially on, on the north side of these houses. Yeah, that's why um, we've really been diligent about making sure if it's going to be a shady spot, we, we're installing things like zinc strips to make sure that doesn't happen. Or, as of two years ago now, uh, GAF has designed a shingle that actually some of the granules are impregnated with copper, and that copper is going to oxidize in a certain way. It doesn't allow the mildew to actually form on the shingles. That's why GAF has the longest algae and mildew warranty in the industry when it comes to asphalt shingles, and we really have very little calls on it. And there's some things that you can do to clean that roof, but uh, if you're not comfortable doing it and not comfortable getting up on your roof, I would maybe look at hiring that done. Um, if you, if you ever look at your roof, Steve, and, and underneath like where the pipe jacks are, 
you notice uh, those are usually have like oh, a sure. silver metal on them. So that silver metal is a zinc-coated steel and zinc, zinc that's galvanized. And that zinc is going to do the same thing as the copper. It's going to oxidize in a certain way. It doesn't allow the algae and mildew to grow underneath it. So underneath those pipes is typically clean. When you see that, people think that they're losing granules when they get those black streaks. And there's a lot of roofs that are replaced prematurely because of that. And there's, there's things that you can do. So think of this. It's a $15,000 roof or a $250 fix. That's the nice part. When, when you call us out to inspect your roof, we're going to let you know that. We have enough work right now. We don't need to make it up in order to get it. So if there's a way to clean or repair your roof, we're going to let you know. And if you are getting a roof replaced from us, you're never going to have to worry about those black streaks. Yeah, and Andy, is, is there a concern over time if you let that go? Will, will it eventually do damage, that, that mildew, that algae? Because I'll be honest, when I was down on the dock and looking at my house, because it does face north, where I live on the river, uh, people wouldn't believe it but, it, but it actually runs west to east before it takes a turn south. So my house really does face north, and, and I noticed it on my roof as well. Should, should I be concerned at some point in time? It, yeah, for sure. It, it can cut down on the life of your roof. Remember, okay. that's a that's something living and growing on your roof. So in order to do that, it has to consume something. And it, and it can actually start to wear on your roof and break down the roof over time. And if, if it does get to the actual asphalt of the roof and, and granules start to pull loose, that's when really bad things start to happen. As soon as sun can reach the actual asphalt matting itself, that's when shingles start to curl. That's when shingles start to crack. That's when, when things start to leak. So it is something that you want to address. And, and a lot of times what we're going to do, we're going to get the roof clean, and then we're going to install a zinc strip along the peak of the roof. And, and hopefully that will keep that from ever happening again. And it, what, what about the do-it-yourself projects or, or products out there that uh, you know claim, hey, it will clean your roof or stuff you can spray on concrete as well to take care of the mold, the mildew, et cetera. Yeah, you know, um, there there are products at most box stores, or even uh, you know, I'm a I'm a local hardware store kind of guy. I uh, I I just I love my local towns, and in fact, Steve, uh, we're uh, we're partnering with uh, Intercom on the Move Minnesota Forward program, and uh, I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, it made a lot of sense to me. It always has made a lot of sense to me, me personally, about buying local, trying to use local businesses. That's why we choose, you know, our, our, our shingles are made in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Our windows are made by the Marvin folks. Um, our siding is made in Two Harbors, Minnesota. So, you know, we, we try to use as many locally sourced materials. And uh, I, for one, am really proud that we're able to not only keep the people working at Linus Construction were able to keep the people at the Minneapolis factory working, Marvin people working, the LP, and everybody's working together. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, moving Minnesota forward, uh, it's kind of exciting. So I like to go to my local hardware store because when I talk to my guy, he knows where a lot of this stuff is made, and, and sometimes it's, it's locally sourced. And I, I just feel like I get that more from the ace than I do from some of the big box stores out there. And they usually it's just a, a, a gallon of this chemical you spray on your roof, and it goes away. Me personally, I just grab a bottle of bleach, and I believe it's uh, one part bleach to 30 parts water is the the... The formula that I use, and that will usually uh, do a really good job on most mildew and algae on your roof. Here's a tip, though. 
Um, if you have a lot of plant life underneath that, make sure you're watering those plants before and after the cleaning because that can damage it. And if you can move those plants and cover those plants, do that as well. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. It is a home improvement show with Andy Lindis, brought to you by Lindis Construction. Their website, lindisconstruction.com, L-I-N-D-U-S, construction.com, and you can reach them anytime at 1-800-LEAFGUARD as well. Uh, from our text line, Andy, we live in a townhouse with vinyl siding and, and get mold on the north side. Uh, we've always washed it off, but uh, it, now it's starting with very black mold. Uh, what, what could be the cause of why we're getting continuous mold on this siding? Well, uh, water splashing up on it somehow. So I would start on, on, on the guttering system. You know, last week I was telling you that uh, I have a an 84-foot piece of leaf guard that yeah. uh, those that are related to me will be re- will, will remain nameless. Uh, I dropped a tree on it, so it overflows. It if you look have at been my one side, of your brothers. <laughs> no, it would have been. Uh, it's not one of my brothers. They are innocent in this, but it might be uh, somebody, a generation above me and a generation okay. below me, might have been teaming okay. up on this. Yeah, uh, if you look at my siding, and this is you know LP Smart Side, I have I haven't finished all the landscaping back there yet, so it's just uh, dirt, and I have a lot of splash back up on that siding end, and I'm cleaning it off on a regular basis and i'm going to replace that gutter system next week just i just worry all that water going on the siding eventually stuff can start to grow in there and it may may cause damage it can definitely wear on it and it, and it's unsightly for one but uh, i would address that and and if you're cleaning it off on a regular basis it shouldn't start to build up but something there is porous that is allowing that to happen and you want to control the water that's splashing back up onto the siding you do that you might be able to get rid of the algae but I've seen entire vinyl siding walls completely green from algae and mold before. Uh, you know, like a nice tan siding goes green, and and it's really hard to clean. And the problem with cleaning the, those plastic vinyl jobs is once you clean it, sometimes it can get streaky. Um, something with the finish on them, depending on the cleaner you use, so you want to be careful of that. And pressure washers sometimes can blow right through that vinyl siding. Just remember, it's plastic, so eventually the more it sits outside it's going to become brittle and that's why you know maybe five percent of the siding jobs that we install on a given year are vinyl steve we just really and the ones we do are the higher end vinyl and i'm still not comfortable with it i just know you know it's, we're celebrating our 41st anniversary coming up here and uh i'm something that's always in in the back of my mind is 20 years from now I just want to make sure that no one is dealing with anything that that we installed. It's just uh, always, and I just can't say that about vinyl siding. It's just not something that lasts in our market very long. Quick break. We have more with Andy Lindis here on the Home Improvement Show. Here are the numbers, 651-989-9226. That's good for a call or a text. And we'll get back uh, to the text line here in a moment, 651-989-9226. We'll have uh, more on the weather in a moment and then continue on the Home Improvement Show here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. The Home Improvement Show is on the air Saturdays between 9 and 10, brought to you by Linda's Construction. 
online at lindusconstruction.com or 1-800-LEAVE-CARD. Andy Lindus is here, as always, and uh, good uh, to visit with uh, uh, Andy each and every Saturday, and we invite our text at 651-989-9226. Text the program, 651-989-9226. And, uh, by the way, that's good for a phone call as well, and we welcome your phone calls, as always, on the program here at uh, News Talk E3O-WCCO. Here's one from our text line. Uh, In looking at the written description on a new home, it is listed as having siding as cement board. What could that product be? Could it be LP Smart Side? No. It uh, is going to be either a certainty product or a James Hardy product. I believe there's another type of cement board. Uh, we don't install that type of material on on a regular basis unless it's a match situation. Um, I'm just a, a bigger believer in the G, the LP Smart Side as far as a water management. If it does come in contact with water, it just seems to hold up better. And again, we just have had very minimal uh, warranty claims on that product, especially when you couple it with the diamond coat finish. It's just a very durable finish that again I know is going to last a, a lifetime. Yeah, and we did get a text about uh, the the chat we had on vinyl and uh, the mold and mildew forming on that vinyl siding. So uh, beyond vinyl, LP smart side is is the way to go. Yeah, our our two sidings that we we offer are the LP smart side, and then we have our seamless steel and box steel uh, by Quality Edge. So those are the two sidings that I'm comfortable telling people it's going to last a very long time, and we're going to have very minimal warranty claims, if any. Yeah, and Andy, if if people are doing a new construction, I, I would assume th- those would be options, depending on what builder you're working with, et cetera. Th- th- those are options. You don't always have to, you know, settle for the vinyl, if you will. Yeah, you know, and uh, it seems like the the covenants in a lot of these neighborhoods, uh, it, it would really depend on that. Some of them say you have to use this manufacturer, these colors. Those seem to be becoming less and less. But yeah, I would I would at least have that conversation with your builder. It might be that they have a certain way of building and a certain installer that they're always using, and that's why they use these products. It might be a really easy change that doesn't cost a lot more money. Those two products don't cost that different, and the install is very similar. I say similar because I just, just it's, there are some differences, and and for me too, when when cutting cement board, there's things that you have to worry about with it, with that cement dust going in the air. That's why my guys wear respirators when they do that. They do that in, when cutting almost anything, but uh, just LP Smart Side, just a, a safer product to be putting on on your house, I think, and it's one that's going to last uh, a lot longer. But have that conversation with your builder. It might cost you more. It might not. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you have a home improvement question for Andy Lindus, feel free to call the program or send us a text six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. From our text line uh, about GAF uh, shingle cracking problems, what what could be going on there, Andy? In your experience, what what could that homeowner be dealing with? My experience would more than likely be an installation error of some sort. It's not to say that uh, every every shingle manufacturer is going to have have something maybe go wrong with their shingle or a manufacturing issue on a small batch. Um, you know, we've installed 
you know, thousands of roofs, and we've had two warranty claims with GAF, and on each time it was a manufacturing error, and it was replaced and fixed and no money out of pocket for the customers. That's why uh, when, when, when we do a roof, it's the highest end warranty whatever manufacturer we're using has to offer for GAF. That's a golden pledge warranty coupled with the golden ticket where we're one of the only companies in the country that are able to offer that where you get a 50-year non prorated warranty on everything, including workmanship. And and the reason why I do that is because when the install is done, we have a variety of uploads that we have to do to GAF's website, and then there's an engineer that looks it all over and signs off on our installation as being done properly. So if 20 years from now you have some cracking in your shingles, they're not going to be able to tell you it was installed wrong. And that might be the case. So if it's not nailed properly and shingles have moved, that can lead to cracking. Um, if it was put on with scuffs or in, in too hot of a temperature and the, the, the granules were removed in, in an area and the matting was, was, was exposed, that could lead to cracking of the shingles. There's could be a variety of reasons. Without inspecting it, I'm going to have a hard time telling you that. But, I'm, I'm, I'm Steve, I'm nine times out of ten when I see a GAF roof, if anything's wrong with it, it's an installation here, not the product. That's why it's it's not just the product that you pick; it's the people installing it that that uh, are just as important in making those decisions. It's it's and in fact, sometimes I think it's it's more important the people that are installing it than the product that you pick, because those are the people that you're going to call when there's a problem. You want to make sure that they're still going to be around. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. It is a home improvement show on a Saturday morning here at News Talk E three O W C C O. We we talked about hey let's build it. This could be a topic for a future hey let's build it podcast uh, with with uh, Corey Hapala and Andy Lindis about building deck furniture from our text line. Want to build some porch furniture? Uh, what would you would you recommend? It is a three season screened in porch. Well, um, there's a, a variety of options you can choose from: uh, cypress, cedar, uh, white oak. Um, all of those are going to do well outside. Uh, the oak's going to take the oil stain maybe a little bit more. Cedar and cypress are both good. For naturally aging, um, if it's going to be exposed outside, I'd still want to finish it, especially if it's going to be on any type of dirt floor or anywhere it can come in contact with water. If, if that's going to be the case, I would, I would want to finish it. If you want to look into some of the manufactured woods out there or the WPCs, the, the wood plastic composites where they take you know, um, sawdust and other materials, and they compress it, and those those tend to do really well outside, and are relatively inexpensive, and come in a variety of colors. It might be worth exploring. I've seen a lot of those like uh, Adirondack chairs, do-it-yourselfers build out of that. Um, so there's there's a variety of options, and uh, sounds like a a fun project. My uh, my brother Adam, I'm kind of excited. Uh, I started working on a wood shop here, and and, and I'm, I'm slowly building up, and in two weeks. Uh, he's overtaking uh, the wood shop uh, category from me. He's got his own ventilation system. He's built his own tables. Wow. Uh, he's a much better craftsman at that type of stuff than than I am. So I've given up. I'm going to wait till he finishes, and then I'm going to let him use his wood shop to come build mine. Yeah, but, there uh, you go. In uh, furniture building is in my future. I'm. Uh, I yeah, uh, that 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 is cool. Now I remember once upon a time, my grandparents had a redwood 
picnic table, but but you don't seem to see that as much anymore. No, you know, the, old, you can, the old redwood. Yeah, it's um, people shy away from it. Uh, there are a couple of sustainable sources, maybe for redwood out there, but they're yep. they're pretty rare. Um, that's those those other trees I listed are are pretty sustainable. Yep. Uh, the other ones uh, you can think of. There's some manufactured bamboo out there. There's epay. Um, uh, black locust is another outdoor furniture wood, uh, but uh, if you do an online search, there's there's lumber yards that you can maybe even find like Minnesota or Wisconsin sourced wood that you can use in your outdoor furniture, and, and that's when projects like that I think get really cool. Um, and you know, I still have a couple of uh, logs from an old apple tree that my grandfather planted. And I've always planned to make something out of that. Uh, I have an oak tree in in the back of my house that's going to have to come down. I'm going to, when you do things like that, there's if you, if you look around, you can get logs to lumber yards and turn it into lumber where you can turn it into things. And that's that's kind of a fun project. And then you have a story behind the furniture. And for me, I know uh, when I make stuff, it's not going to be perfect. And uh, so I have to couple it with a story to make it look that much better. Yeah, there you go. Uh the Home Improvement Show, Andy Lindis, here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Gene in Stillwater, you're on the air. Gene, good morning. Hello. Good morning, Andy. I've morning. had your guys out to my house but twice now. Fantastic work. Thank you. Um, I've had the house a little over a year. It's a stucco house, and any time the sun comes out, the floor, it's its like thunder going across the sky. I don't know if it's the plywood coming away from the floor joists. Um, I, I, I don't know. I've, I've talked to a couple builders, and their only suggestion is grip up the carpet and screw it all back down, because if it was nailed, it might not have been nailed good enough. Yeah, can you, you any... can can you access the subfloor from beneath? No, it's um, a, it's a it's a two story, and it's the second level that is creaking. the The lower level I just finished off, but it's the well. There's 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 fasteners specifically designed that go through carpet. You just got to be really careful when you're when you're finishing them off. You don't twist the carpet up. Um, that, I've, that I've I, looked I, at I, that on this old house, and I watched the videos, and it they make it look so easy. <laughs> it, you know they do, and and I would put it at as a fifty fifty fix, um, but worth a shot before ripping up carpet. I think. Um, this is a problem that, that we run into uh, on a regular basis. With the stucco homes, I don't, don't hear it a lot. It's like sometimes steel siding. Um, so you think it's the floor that's moving when the sun comes out that hits it. Are you sure it's nothing on the exterior of the house that, that you're hearing? The, does it oh, yeah, we like... can be sitting in the living room, and it's right above us. So it's, it's between the main floor and the second floor. And like I said, hmm. it sounds like thunder. It just It kind of goes across the room. Yeah, well, and what happens when when those materials start to expand or or contract, it builds up pressure, and that's the pressure yep. releasing is 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 that 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 popping sound Rub, what we're describing rubbing as against each other. Yeah, rubbing against each other. So fasting them might might help a, a more. It's worth a shot. 
Um, I'm really curious to see how that works out for you. I would try that before I ripped up the carpet. Um, the other fix <laughs> we is... is the, we just had new carpet put in when we uh, moved in. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we didn't hear it for probably, oh, the first two months. We moved in in April, and it wasn't until May, June, July, and it's just gotten worse. Hmm. Yeah. That's uh, and that's not fun. That's uh, those noises get get pretty annoying after a while. I know uh, for me, that, that's something that would drive me batty. So, um, I wish I had a better fix for you than what 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 sounds like you've researched the right answers. I wish I had an easier answer for you on on a tackling this. I just I just don't. I think that's the best way to try to fix this. And like I said, uh, my experience on on removing those noises is one that doesn't seem to ever really completely go away. But there's a good shot at making it marketably better. All right. Good luck, Gene. Quick break. We'll have more on the Home Improvement Show with Andy Lindis here on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. It is the Home Improvement Show with Andy Lundis, Saturday mornings between 9 and 10 a.m. here on News Talk E3OWCCO. And of course, lindusconstruction.com, L I N D U S construction.com, or at 1 800 LeafGuard. And we go to the text line, and a lot of great texts on the program today, and we certainly do appreciate that. Uh, someone's having a bit of a problem with their garage floor and spalled concrete. Uh, what product and brand do you suggest for making that repair, Andy? Uh, for me, when I see a, a garage floor in, in pretty bad repair, I'm going to get my, my buddy from Blackhawk Garage out there. They have the polyurea floor that they can get in a variety of different finishes. Um, it's relatively inexpensive. I want to say a, a, a two-stall garage can be as little as you know as under under two thousand dollars to to get this type of floor put in there and they're going to come in they're going to grind out the floor take care of anything they're going to put that polyurea which is just a, a a better material than epoxy flooring it's going to last a much longer and it's going to be a surface that you never have to worry about again the only thing you have to worry about is if it's hydrostatic pressure that is is happening which typically the spalling floor is from your car melting off and all the salt and other chemicals that are on the roads and and our wonderful winters that we have to deal with uh, that can you know wreak havoc on concrete and that polyurea is going to protect that and it should take care of the problem. Does Lindus Construction go to Kenyon? Uh, from our text line, I'd like uh, my shingles checked. Uh, they're they're losing a lot of granules and not sure yeah. if they need to be replaced. Yep, yep. We we make our way down there on on a regular basis. It's got a really uh, big uh, job just south of Lakeville um, going on there, and uh, just across the border from there, we just finished uh, an awesome uh, Glenwood GAF job in Hager City. So um, yeah, we uh, we have tools. We'll travel. We'll go as far west as like uh, Monticello, Minnesota, all the way to Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Hayward, Wisconsin, Hinkley, Minnesota, all the way down to Rochester. So. Um, it's a pretty big territory that that we fix people help fix people's houses in. All right, uh, only about a minute to go. I don't know if we want to get into the vinyl window text, but we talked about vinyl siding not being your favorite. Why do vinyl windows work? 
Uh, you know, um, not all of them do. It all depends on the type of vinyl that's picked. And remember, vinyl window is going to be five, six times a thicker vinyl material than what's put on the outside of your house and has a different finish. And the ones that we install are fiberglass reinforced. Having said that, my favorite window isn't vinyl. It's the Marvin Infinity window. And if you'd like to see this, uh, how this awesome composite material works, free estimates all the time and we really have no problems with that window and it just doesn't expand and contract in this market it was why we like it so the right, infinity Andy, window the go ahead we're up we're time's up I, i'm running out of time here is that what you're telling me steve yeah we we got to fly but uh lindasconstruction.com l i n d u s construction.com or 1-800-LEAF-CARD awesome talk to you next week all right, thanks, Andy. Have a great week. There he is, Andy Lindus. Lindus Construction, uh, each and every Saturday between 9 and 10 a.m., right here on News Talk, E3O WCCO.